Podcast with a very special guest. I have Crystal Natto on after her unanimous decision win back at Ammo 8. Crystal, welcome to the show for the first time. I'm very excited to talk to you and uh, learn a little bit about your history in MMA. How are you? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. It's uh, almost it's the weekend now, and I get right. to talk to you and uh, learn about your experience getting your first MMA win a couple of weeks ago. Let's talk yeah. about it. How are you feeling about it? I feel good. Yeah, it's um, it's very exciting to win something. It almost feels winning feels really good i'm not gonna lie like <laughs> i can see how people can get addicted to it uh, <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah it, it almost like validates you know the years of training and of course i've experienced loss as well um there are definitely like when you hear somebody say like the pain of a loss like i can really relate to that it does feel painful and it's definitely it's like you have to look at things you have to learn from things of course you know you you can learn from any performance but when you suffer a loss it's like the redeeming quality is like all right this can either like help me or this can either just be emotionally painful. So how about we just learn from it and move on to the next one? Excellent. Well, you learned a lot from that first loss. Uh, I was at your first fight. It was at the combat zone. You were making your amateur debut and your opponent was making uh, her debut as well. Um, a quick fight, like you said, uh, you know, it had to be a little painful in there, going in there, getting your first, you know, your first loss, your first experience. But it looks like it helped you into this next fight because you came away with a, a dominant win. Yeah. Uh, what, what did you actually learn from that fight that kind of uh, helped you uh, get you through this one? Okay, so this is this is it. Like for anybody watching who wants to get into MMA, it's like, okay, so when you're, you're in somebody's guard, okay, like you need either need to be like on their armpits, posting or on their hips. Um, anytime that you get strikes involved, it's almost like a distraction from the jujitsu. So I was just enamored with like, in my mind going in, I'm like, yeah, you know, like the guard's not the same. I'm going to get in the guard. I'm just going to like punch. And all this time, my hand was posted on the ground, which is a huge no-no. And she had an overhook and my corner couldn't see any of this. Um, so I needed to address, always address the overhook for the love of God, address any overhook that you that your opponent has on you while you're in their guard trying to trying to throw strikes. Um, so yeah, she had the overhook and she had a excellent armbar. I mean, I don't know how long she's been doing jujitsu. Probably since she was like ten yeah. or something. Like that's her armbar. That was like lightning and before it happened i could hear her coach yell do the move do the move and i'm in there i'm like shit what's the move and then, <laughs> and then uh, the move happened and i was like that was the move like i couldn't it happened so fast like it was so good i couldn't even defend it like it was just bam and i'm like well i guess you know all like I did all that cardio. It yeah. Was a good well, one. well, in, in, <laughs> that, in that position, the move could be like seven different things. So you get, I mean, yes. you know, what's going on? And it that means... that's the benefit I, I would imagine is being closer to, uh, you know, your corners. I mean, you can hear uh, instruction really, really well, even though you heard their instruction. But like you said, Aaron, uh, you know, well, well groomed in the BJJ. I like I don't know how long she's been doing it, but she trains at Lozon. So we knew yep. her going into that fight, she was gonna be ready for, you know, anything. Oh, yeah. And you know, having women 
in general get to the cage, man, it, it, that's uh, you know a victory in itself for fans and 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 women uh, MMA in general. So you know, kudos for you for having that fight and learning from that experience. Now I know you do a lot of stuff on social media, YouTube, have your own YouTube channel. You do a lot of instructional videos, a lot of, you know, things for women as far as getting into BJJ. Everything evolved around the BJJ. Did you drill that, that underhook and that armbar, you know, how to not get into that, like maybe three videos in a row after that fight? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, typically, like, my my audience is more, um, like, jujitsu-based than MMA-based. But that's like a really, really good idea. Like I should definitely like after I um, after I had the fight, I went back and I did like an, an analysis of the video. And I did like I was an engineer for like ten years, and I'm like, hey, look, like we can learn from this. Let's do the five why. Like why did she get the armbar? Like she got the armbar because of my arm placement. Like why why did she have the overhook? She had the overhook because I didn't address the overhook. So it's like you can drill down to like what the root cause was. But I think. Definitely um, another key learning thing was um, even though it was a loss, it gave me confidence because the moments before it's like you're in the cage, you're looking over at your opponent, somebody you've never trained with before. Like typically I, for MMA rounds, it's mostly men. Um, So you're going up against, you're trying to take down 200 pounders. You know what I mean? Like nothing works. Um, If it does work, you had to try 150% and maybe they were tired. They probably gave it to you. Like you just don't, (laughs) you, you know, so when you're looking across at somebody, it's like, what are they going to feel like? Like, that's what I was wondering. Like, what is, what is this going to feel like? Um, And it gave me a lot of confidence to, to know like, oh, okay. Like I can, I can do this. You know what I mean? Like, this is like, I've trained for a long enough time that like I'm, I'm this level and I can compete here. So that was, that's always a good feeling. Excellent. Well, going into the second fight, you were facing uh, a, a woman, Sam, who I've known for years from the camp. She trains out of underdog. I knew, you know, knew of you from that fight that I seen and she was making her, uh, her debut. So this was a great matchup. Her coming from, you know, uh, underdog has a lot of jiu-jitsu high caliber fighters there great school for that and also you come from a, a, a bjj background and i mean your youtube channel is all about it so we knew this is going to be a real real good test of like a lot of floor a lot of ground game but the fight started off like off the bat you guys striking going like right it was like holy cow right <laughs> away so I-, I mean what was going through your mind like like that first time you were looking across the cage and you were like, oh, cool. I, I'm not going against someone 200 pounds. What this going to feel like? <laughs> now, what was that thought in your head the second time when you were looking across the cage? Um, There wasn't a like one thought. It was just like, it's, it's time. Like this is, this is it. Like this is my, like this is my fight. Like I'm going to, I was listening to a lot of, um, all right. So when you're in a stressful, like, environment meaning like a competition uh it's amazing like the thoughts that'll pop into your head beforehand like sometimes you can get thoughts of like um oh my god am i going to get injured is it almost like worse worrisome thoughts so going into this i actually listened before i was going to sleep like a lot of positive affirmations like and and some of them are so cheesy that it's like i'm like it's like you are a champion it's like no i'm not i'm like an amateur with a one loss record like i'm (laughs) (laughs) but as you're falling to sleep your 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 everyday conscious mind can't uh, argue with it and so that 
before I walked out, I actually had that thought of like, you're a champion. And I was like, whoa, where did that come from? Like that usually never, that type of positivity usually never happens when you're under that stressful environment. So I actually was having like some positive thoughts and I felt like, like really good um, going into it. And so that was a little, I was like, okay, let me, let me continue doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, you got, you guys went on it. And I mean, you know, after that little melee of punches exchanges, it hit the ground. You had control there and you, you basically had control most of the fight from there, except, you know, in the second round when, uh, Sam landed that spinning back fist. And I, I believe that's where she, she was injured, injured herself, uh, had a broken yeah. arm or something. Um, but you continued that game on, on the ground was all that stuff that you learned in this training camp. And from that other fight, was that coming full, you know, kind of full circle in your mind as far as, you know, the mistakes not to make and, uh, you know, what to do from all the training you've had in the last, what, year and a half or so. Yeah. So that was so beautiful. Like that spinning. So did you see her setup? So she sets it up with a lazy low kick. And I'm just thinking like the laziness, she set me up so well <laughs> that I'm thinking like, oh, this laziness, she's tired. I'm, I'm going to go in now. Like I'm, I'm smelling blood. So that was a setup. She does a spinning back fist. And because I was driving forward, it hit her arm right here. So my head wasn't on her fist or wasn't on her elbow. So right here caused the break. So that's like the beginning of the second round. She fought all the way through with a broken arm. Like that's pretty badass. Like she broke her arm on my head. Like <laughs> I guess I have a hard head. Like, <laughs> well, that's good in the um, fight game. I mean, you're gonna need it in the future. Right. <laughs> and so, um, like I remember hitting the ground, and um, at that point, like I was seeing stars. Okay, like that was like I remember thinking like oh crap like little tweety birds and i remember my first coach jay jack like his voice came in my head and he always drilled in us like get up get up do not stay on the ground get up so like my first reaction was i need to get on my feet because this is you need to get on your feet yeah. <laughs> um and then from there it was basically just autopilot of all of the training like that's when that kicks in like there was no conscious thought of what to do my mind was like assessing my level of consciousness and like I need to just make safe and get on top of her and make sure that I have control I'm not in punching range until I can come back to full consciousness <laughs> like, that was my I was just like am I here yet am I here yet <laughs> well you know it, it happens with the best it happens to the champions of you know champions of the world I mean sometimes they get their bell rung but you know, you into you know just your training in general, and like you speaking about your coach, you got up right away, and you uh you go you know we didn't know you were rocked. I mean, we figured you know you had some stars, but it looked like you took right back over. Oh but, yeah, you like, know, like play this off. Yeah, like, the yeah it's like and I mean, I mean, yeah, you got stars in your head. She got a broken arm, and you guys played it off oh. very well together. I mean, you guys are beasts in there. Uh, <laughs> was there any time during the you know the last you know round or so that you could feel that something might be off with her, that she might have changed things up, and you were like, did it? Did things get easier for you? You know, going toward that third round. That third round, all I knew was, so J-Jack, my first coach, always like drilled in us. There's two safe places in a fight, too far and too close. Like if you don't want to get hit, 
either you either need to run, which is not an option if you're going to have a mid fight, <laughs> or you need to close the distance and clinch and get close. So going into the third round, I still didn't even know where that hit came from. Like I didn't even know it was a spinning back fist until after. All I know is there are dangerous fists in that cage that I do not want any part of. Yeah. So that's why beating the third round, my plan was all right. Like I'm just going to dive and clinch and either and work from there. But I'm not standing in striking range with Sam, like, I (laughs) as far as, you know, the fight ends, we know you're going to, you're a clear winner in there. Um, you know, what was that feeling? Like you get your hand raised. It isn't like that first time when you had disappointment. Now, you know, you get that win that you say, you know, you, you, you know, you enjoy winning. Uh, what was the feeling like when that hand got raised and, you know, the crowd was cheering for you and your coach is proud of you from, uh, you know, performing in there yeah um so when i'm standing there it's like you don't you don't know if you've won or not like the only time that i would ever be 100 percent confident is getting a submission or knockout like if you leave it in the judge's hands you just never know what the outcome will be so i'm standing there like not knowing like not thinking it's it's even like i i'm not gonna have any expectation and then when when the announcer started announcing he said blue first and i'm i'm thinking b like that's not even anybody named in this fight. Like, what, what is he talking? <laughs> like, I'm like, that's definitely not my name. Mine is so- you look at your corner like, <laughs> yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Somebody get him a new paper. Like, uh-huh. it's obviously uh, wrong. Hey, hey. Crystal, it's happened in the cage. The wrong names have been mentioned in like regional promotions. I mean, you, you know, you never know in there, but they did mention the right thing. It was your corner, man. So, uh, now, yeah. you know, how did it feel? And what, what was going through that in mind then? Um, I felt like just very happy and thankful. Um, afterwards, I like grabbed Sam and like gave her a hug, and I was like, you know, this is like fight of the night. We did like a little interview together that I put on my YouTube channel, and I felt um, this like I felt like joy and love and gratitude and like just this elated feeling of I was like, wow, like yeah. this feels good <laughs> <laughs> oh well it looked great you you ladies put on a spectacular fight i believe that was was that the only women's fight of the uh, of the night the female fight and man fight of the night against all these killers in there i mean we had some pro fights in there we had veteran mma fighters that you know had 11 fights or so some great talent in there and you get you ladies shined in there uh, as far as like what you're looking for next, I mean, you got that first win under your belt. Uh, you know, regional cards are popping up everywhere. What are you looking for as far as how to stay busy? I know BJJ is very important to you, but it looks like this MMA, uh, this MMA gig might be pretty good for you too. So w- what's going on with you as far as uh, you know, future? Yeah. Um. So I like to like take two periods off to get better and to get stronger. Um, so I plan on competing again, doing like another MMA fight, probably in the March timeframe. And um, like I was talking with Ammo, so they would love to have me back. Um, they, we had talks in the works like, hey, like, you know, maybe one more fight and then we could have, we could create a woman's belt for the amateur level because I was like, hey, you know, my, my teammate Nuri, yeah. <laughs> my teammate Nuri during the last card, you know, he had, he had the belt and I was just thinking like, huh, like, what who else has fought like in terms of women and and what would what would the belt for women look like and so i emailed the owner back and forth and like yeah like what why not you know um so 
yeah, so we're just looking for like some other women that have had some previous fights. Um, I've definitely looked at like the, the list of women like on the rankings. <laughs> there are some like really talented yeah. women. Um, I remember one of my first, uh, so over at the Academy, there's this uh, BJJ competition uh, called Reality Check BJJ. It's basically like combat jujitsu with strikes, but you can also strike from standing. Oh, okay. So it's very, it's almost like an MMA fight, except there's no kicks and there's no gloves and it's open hand strikes. Um, so my, that was like my first taste of something that wasn't just BJJ that had strikes involved. And I went up against uh, Megan Rosado, you know? Yeah, you know I know her yes. very well, very she well. Is, yeah, I, I want to see her fight again. Yeah. Like she is a killer. She was doing she great. Is... She was doing great and then, you know, the shutdown, shut everything yep. down. And, you know, uh, I see her on social media. She's getting a bunch of stuff together, and you know, as far as work and stuff. I'm sure she'll be back because she trained her butt off all the oh, time, all the time. Yes, she's a super hard worker. Like, she is a killer. Um, who else? There's another uh, person. Oh, what is her name? Um, it's not... Grace, she is taking another fight um, with NEF coming up. She has blonde hair. Oh, uh, Glory? Yes, Glory. Glory Watson, yeah, Glory Watson. She's actually the main event of the card tomorrow night. I'll be at that card covering it. She is actually fighting um, Hillary Rose in a kickboxing match because her uh, Glory's previous opponent uh, got it hurt or are sick or something that so they made a kickboxing match out of it. So oh, cool. man, another great fight for women's I it is an MMA, but we do have two women's MMA uh pro fighters here that are gonna be competing, man. So you ladies are doing everywhere as far as in and out of the cage and the ring. A couple more questions, Crystal, as far as you know this YouTube channel, your realized BJJ life and all that other stuff, you know, how did you get that started? Was uh, like, you, you talked about you were, you're an engineer or you're an engineer. You're doing great things on social media. I don't know who does your editing, who, you know, who helps you out here if you're doing it all yourself, but how'd you get the, the channel started? How did you all come up with the idea and, you know, just get the passion to do it all? Um, well, when I first started jujitsu, the first thing that I did was I went and searched YouTube for like women jujitsu and that was this was about five years ago and I came up with there was only like one channel and there was no other women doing jujitsu on YouTube and I'm like okay like there's a power in seeing somebody who looks like you do something it makes it more available to you like the first time I saw Ronda Rousey and, and I saw like how powerful her skills were like are it, it it, it just blew my mind. Like it was, it wouldn't have been the same impact if it, if it had been somebody that didn't look like me. Um, so yes, yeah, so then I knew all like, all right, like they, there needs to be somebody like from the jujitsu community that is speaking and is kind of like, Hey ladies, like you need to come try this out. Cause this is pretty cool. Um, so yeah. So, and I knew that like, I focused on jujitsu because that's where we all, most of us start. Um, so if somebody wanted to go, to MMA from jujitsu, it would be like a natural thing. Starting with just M with MMA first isn't a good progression yeah. because it's you have to have other skills or else it wouldn't be mixed martial arts. It yeah. would just be <laughs> one. Um, so yeah, so I, I started making videos and I started addressing questions that I had, um, like things that come up, um, things that I've been asked before, uh, just to help people in their journey. And if, it, if it's just like, 
something like um, just some positive words and motivation because for the first couple of years, I mean, you're you're getting your you're getting beat up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so just a special type of person. Yeah, spend a couple every, of years every every every, every day by every mul- day. by multiple <laughs> by multiple people are beating you up on that humble, mat. Humble pie every night. <laughs> I feel like you suck. <laughs> like people think it's so funny it's like people think that they're just naturally good at fighting i don't know if it's like a human thing but everybody thinks that they're just naturally good at it and then you go in there and you're not yeah (laughs) it's it's a it's a a terrible it's a terrible feeling i mean it's a as far as being on the, the 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 you know the other side getting uh you know squashed and all that and when you break out of that and that something clicks that you start learning the little game breathing and little wedges here and there to uh, not panic so much, man. It's a beautiful thing. I haven't got to that point yet. I'm still a fish out of water crying when people around me, but where you are and so many others are that, you know, make it through that tough, tough, it's tough all the time, but there's a plateau in the beginning that you make it by that, that makes you want to, you know, makes you part of the family and, and you are, you are there. So, you're there and you're, you're doing it for other people. Um, you know, as far as this gig, like where are you hoping to take, uh, you know, the YouTube and, you know, your, your, you know, all your social media with this, is this something that you're, I mean, cause it's doing very well. You get thousands of views and uh, you know, you got uh, so many people that watch you on, on social media. Like, what are you thinking of doing with this? Is this something, a fallback in case, you know, down the line, you know, you don't want to, you know, get punched in the face all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I did recently start a Patreon as well with the same name, Realize BJJ Life. Um, I think having multiple streams of income is smart. Like I have some investment properties. Um, it's just a smart thing, and putting all of your eggs in one basket like that, you don't. <laughs> that's never a good idea. Um, and it's also like a passion project of mine. Um, I remember there's a couple of videos that, that I created um, regarding like what true self-defense actually looks like because there's a lot of self-defense that's very unrealistic. Um, like for example, like, okay, like here, here you go, here's a self-defense tool, here's a taser and you know, like here's a gun. But realistically, the statistical probability of a, a female being raped and having to use self-defense is with somebody that she knows it's on a date. You know, and if you're realistically like kind of making out with a guy and then you don't want it to go that far and he does, like, are you really going to shoot him? Like, no, yeah. like that, that's a little bit too extreme yeah. for the situation. So creating like self-defense videos where it's like, okay, like there is a progression of violence that you can use in order to defend yourself, starting with like this. And choking somebody out is actually a very pleasant experience for them. It's actually being nice. You're not breaking anything. Like yeah. it's, it's just going to sleep and it, you have a hundred percent chance of getting away. If the person's unconscious, like if they have a broken arm, for instance, they literally can fight <laughs> for another round and you've seen it. Yeah. Like, people can fight with, the, with adrenaline, yes. even with breaking something. So what you, you, you know, heel striking in the nose, like, is that going to stop somebody full of adrenaline? Put him to sleep. You? Put him to sleep, Crystal. Put him right to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no questions asked. Put him to sleep, and then you can, and then and if even, you if you feel like you can kick him and punch him once or twice before you run away, that's it. 
<laughs> well, it's it's funny because it's like it's even like okay, like the thought of just asking for, you know, like hey, is this okay for with you? Like asking for consent, you know, like having being on like, you know, like a Tinder date and being like, dude, like I told you no a couple times. Yeah. Like I understand this is Tinder, but can we just slow down? Yeah. Like I'm literally gonna choke you if you keep this up. Like even saying that verbally, like puts the brakes on it. Makes yeah, you understand, yeah. like oh, like um. She's serious. Yeah, and you don't know nowadays. She could, like, put me to sleep right now because yeah. you don't know who's dangerous out there anymore. And, you know, that that's, that's you know, what you're doing and what you're talking about, that's going to give so many women, you know, the power and, you know, the, the you know, the confidence knowing that they could take care of themselves. I mean, you know, you got yeah. Lou Ferrigno and someone over there. It's You might have to pull that gun out, but... If you have some BJJ, you might know how to slip that choke in there just a little bit of getting around that neck. But the majority of the time, you helping them out and them getting some sort of martial arts training, BJJ, number one, uh, you can get yourself out of sticky situations. So last yep. question before I let you go. It might be a couple of questions, but um, as far as, you know, the gym and who's helping you out, who's, uh, you know, who you under, I mean, we talked about training partners and, uh, you know, your coach and giving you instructions. Mm -hmm. Who's, uh, you know, who's helping you out as far as, you know, the camp now and, 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 you know, your BJJ in general, getting you them rounds and that, that mat time. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm over at Invictus training center, um, in Peabody mass. So that is led by Nate Morrison. Um, so yeah, that's, and actually Nate started, uh, with J Jack when he first started. So it's nice because it's like, it just came full circle. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh, I forgot. I ha I was supposed to ask you something when you were talking about coaches and stuff. Andrew Jacobs. Yes. That's my friend. That's my, I love that kid. He's a beast. Uh, uh, I, I yes. think a ju judo master, but you know, BJJ now, but yes. I've known so him. He was actually in my podcast. And when I was watching your video, uh, you know, the, the fight video and your documentary of it, I saw him in your corner and you're like, yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's my buddy, man. I love that kid. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he teaches at Invictus at the school that I go to. Um, so it just, yeah, it's just fun. It's a very small community. So like, it's kind of funny. I was thinking about it like, oh, that's interesting. Like he trains where Aaron trains. So it's, it's, it's like really funny to be like, oh, my last opponent, the per her her training partner is now in my corner, which yeah. is kind of funny. <laughs> exactly. I, it's New England, though, uh, Crystal. I mean, this stuff happens all the time. A lot of opponents, <laughs> like you and Sam, fought. You're trying to beat each other out, knock each other out, put each other to sleep. You came great friends. I mean, you were uh, yeah. great, uh, you know, great ambassadors for the women's MMA, putting it all out there. You know, Sam breaking her arm, you, you getting your first win. It's a win-win for everyone, including, you know, the men's MMA because bringing women's MMA here brings more people in the stands to see the fights. And it's all about getting eyes on you, uh, you competitors for the, for the future. So, uh, with that said, I know you got a ton of social media, probably got sponsors, all that other stuff, throw it out there and I'll let you get out of here because you probably got another video you're shooting in like an hour about something else. So you're busy. I mean, you're a busy lady. So Shout it all out there, and I'll let you get going. Yeah. I actually <laughs> shot it before this one. I was like, let me just get this out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> my video out of the way, and then this podcast. So awesome. I think about it. Um, so, yeah, so my YouTube is Realize BJJ Life. Um, that's the same same title for Instagram, and it's the same title for um, my Patreon. But, yeah, like what you said before about 
um, like I saw uh, Sam on your YouTube. Um, I'm happy I, I watched that after the fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm happy to know it's her birthday. And like, <laughs> yeah, a lot. Yeah, she was she was going through a lot. It was a special night for her, yes. which is you know, and um, like, it's just like you just feel uh, like there a lot of gratitude towards your opponent because it's like if you without your opponent the fight wouldn't exist and you appreciate all of the time and effort they put into honing their skills because that's what makes it a good fight if you if you have an opponent that doesn't have any skills like that's not a very good fight um so yeah there's just you know a lot of gratitude because you know like the effort and hard work like the blood the sweat the injuries you know like a couple tears in the shower yeah. like <laughs> um so yeah Excellent. Well, you guys put on a show. It was great to watch. Uh, great to see you doing your things, inspiring other women, inspiring men, inspiring everyone in the martial arts community. You're doing it everywhere, inside the cage, outside the cage, on the mat. So you're an inspiration, and I'm so happy I got to uh, catch up with you. And dude, uh, dude, I call everyone dude, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> so, uh, let's, uh, let's definitely catch up down the line. You talked about March, doing something in March, man. It's going to be a big, uh, big fight when that happens. Uh, a uh, big belt on the line, so let's uh, you know, let's let's talk about it. Let's have you on a podcast. Maybe catch you get you down here live with a you know a trainer partner or two, or you know a female with, alongside mm -hmm. you, man. So with that said, Crystal, thank you so much for your time tonight, and uh, you know, go get them, go go choke them out and put them to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have a great night, and thank you so much. You too. All right. Bye.